0: Welcome back to the Florida History Podcast. I'm Carta Krishnire. Robert Bucciolato has the week off. We're going to continue our Women's History Month theme today, even though it's no longer Women's History Month, uh, to talk about Ruth Bryan-Owen, who was the f- first woman elected to Congress from Florida, and just the second woman ever elected con- to Congress uh, from the South, and actually the first from a former Confederate state, right? Um, Alice Mary Robertson of Oklahoma was the first. And Owen became the first woman ever to serve on the House Committee on Foreign Affairs. She was also the first woman to get a uh, chief of mission uh, at the minister rank, and that was under Franklin Roosevelt. Now, she was the daughter of William Jennings Bryan, who is one of the most famous orators in American history, is one of the most decorated populists in American history, really the start of the progressive movement, great progressive and three time Democratic Party nominee for president. Now, again, I know it's now 2023. And when you say progressive, sometimes you think of things like race. And, uh, and, and, and and gun control and things like that. Yes, uh, much of the revisionist history that has taken place or revisionism about William Jennings Bryant says, oh, well, he was actually a segregationist. Oh, he was actually a, quote, racist, unquote. Whether he was or not, I don't know. Yes, he, he, he favored segregation, as did most populists and progressives at that time. Actually, the few people who were integrationists tended to be more conservative. Um, and there was a lot of things that we would consider now racially conservative or conservative on co- social issues that progressives and populists advocated for then. But they were economic progressives. They were economic populists. The corporations and the um, leading figures of the Gilded Ages, the the uh, J.P. Morgans, the... Um, the John D. Rockefellers, they had no greater fear than a William Jennings Bryan presidency. And so Bryan, we associate with Nebraska, right? Um, and we think of um, Bryan as this great Order of the Plains, right? And this, the, 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 I, I will not be crucified on a cross of gold. What a. Many people forget is that at the end of his life, at the time that he he was the uh, attorney in the Scopes Monkey Trial, famously, uh, again, Brian, very religious. This is another reason why modern day progressives tend to reject um, calling him a progressive. But to me, he's as progressive as they come, because uh, my my political orientation uh, in terms of political ideology, uh, I'm very socially tolerant, and and, and, and uh, obviously we do a lot on this Florida History podcast about uh, themes in African-American and Native American history, but I um, my, my orientation in political ideology is it's based on economics, and Brian, to me, far left progressive, and on the scale of left to right, very far left in my opinion. Um, he moved to Coral Gables um, or, or to the Miami area, I should say, um, by the time the Scopes Monkey Trial took place. He was a Florida resident And his daughter was also in uh, Florida, and she became a filmmaker. Uh, She was a female pioneer in the film industry, and um, she started production of a play called Once Upon a Time in 1921, which featured the uh, community players of Coconut Grove, uh, community in Miami, Um, and it was not connected to a major film studio at the time. She continued doing a lot of these things in the film industry. and after her father passed away, she ran for the Democratic nomination the next year for Florida's 4th Congressional District, which included the entire east coast of the state, uh, the FEC line, as we called it, the FEC line district, uh, from uh, um, Jacksonville to my, uh, to the Florida Keys, right? The entire line of the FEC, Miami, Orlando, St. Augustine, were all in the district. She lost the primary um, by a very small margin to to William Sears, who was the incumbent. Um, and, and if you want to talk about uh, race, since people like to fixate on people's views of race back in the time, William Sears is a guy I would call an out-and-out white supremacist, okay? There's a difference between a segregationist, someone who supports segregation like William Jennings Bryan, like um, Ruth Brian Owen, and then an out-and-out racist white supremacist like Congressman Sears. Now, this distinction is lost in these days where we kind of condemn everybody um, who was serving in political office from this state as a racist, but there were different degrees of it, and uh, Sears, uh, to me, very, very bad guy, Um, and a a, a guy that was quite frankly... um, um rhetorically very, very dangerous and incited racial mobs and 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 defended lynchings and incited lynchings with his rhetoric. So um she takes him on, she loses. At the time she was an administrator with a newly opened uh, university called the University of Miami in Coral Gables. Um Their basketball team recently reached the uh, final four of the NCAA men's basketball tournament and the elite eight of the uh, uh, NCAA women's basketball tournament. So they have a successful sports uh, program now. But uh, in her time, they were a relatively new school and um, she was an administrator academically. So um, her husband passed away, uh, Mr. Owen, and she ran again. In 1928, and she made a um, a big. Uh, she made she became very very prominent because, like her dad, she was able to uh, with her oratory and with her work, she was able to rally working class people to her, and she played a significant role in the relief after the 1926 hurricane, the Great Miami Hurricane of 1926, which we've talked about a lot on this. Previous podcasts. So she's elected to Congress in November 1928. She beats Sears, who again I say again, there's a difference between a segregationist and an avowed violent white supremacist. Sears was about as bad as they got. He, he was on the same level as Theodore Bilbo and, and James K. Vardaman and 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 some of these uh, pitchfork Ben Tillman, some of these real um, demagogues and 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 racist violent racists uh, in other states. So. Ah, uh, she gets elected, and so she 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 gets sworn in the next year. Um, and she um, she was in a um, in a situation where um, she was then questioned again. Racism, nativism is very uh, heavy. Her husband, I, I forgot to mention this, was British. And so uh, he had passed away. Uh, and so there were people who said, okay, she's not really a citizen anymore. She had lost her citizenship because she married um, an alien. But by the Cable Act, she could petition, uh, the Cable Act of 1922, she could petition to get her citizenship back. Um, and she made her case that men never got their citizenship stripped, only women did. She won. Uh, on the House floor, they voted for her um, and uh, she won again in 1930 in the Democratic primary um, against uh, DeWitt Dean uh, who was from uh, Daytona Beach who was an attorney um, and she served on the House Foreign Relations Committee Foreign Affairs Committee at this time and this was a, a time where isolationism was very, um, very strong, remember her father had been a pacifist, I should have mentioned not only was her father the Democratic nominee for president three, three, three times, he finally sees a lot of his goals enacted by Woodrow Wilson, who gets elected president in nineteen twelve. William Jennings Bryan becomes special Secretary of State, but he was a pacifist. He leaves the Wilson administration because of World War One. Bryan didn't believe in uh, in fighting wars, so and uh, he was against the uh, Spanish American War too. That that's why you saw. Um, his 1896 campaign which he came so close to beating William McKinley and uh really got stopped by the um the the the, the robber barons if you will and of the Gilded Age but 1900 his vote share dropped because he had been uh, a pacifist and the U.S. had just won this great imperialist victory in the Spanish-American War which is what it was is a war of imperialism um the Spanish-American War I would have opposed that war as well um if I had been around there, so Brian loses in 1932 um, to uh, um, J. Mark Wilcox, who who uh, advocated the repeal of prohibition. Uh, Owen, I keep calling her Brian, but Brian Owen, like her dad, was a supporter of prohibition, was very religious, and uh, was was uh, uh, dry. So her congressional. Career ends that year, but then she becomes named the U.S. ambassador to Denmark by FDR. Again, the Bryan family, a first family of Democratic politics, so she's rewarded for her service, um, and she um, she gets to do that. And she remarries um, a Danish captain uh, of the King's Guard, and she became very close to um, to um, um, Eleanor Roosevelt in this period. And she was a delegate to the San Francisco Conference, and we talked about this when we talked about uh, Mary McLeod Bethune, also from Florida, um, delegate to the San Francisco Conference, which established the United Nations. And she was an alternate delegate under Truman to the UN General Assembly. Um, So she passed away. She moved uh, to Denmark. Um, Excuse me. She did not move to Denmark. Um, She, of course, had a Danish husband, so she went to Denmark uh, often, and she finally got awarded the Danish um, Medal of Merit in 1954, but she died of a heart attack while she was there, Um, and she was inducted into the Florida Women's Hall of Fame, uh, which is something which is very significant that we don't talk about enough and and is not being... uh, Promoted enough in recent years, and you wonder why, um, in 1992. So, a very remarkable woman and a legacy um, of William Jennings Bryan here in Florida, Ruth Bryan Owen. We will be back next week with another new Florida History Podcast. Thank you for listening.